while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Thursday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a busy day at the state capitol, remembering the Burnsville first responders, and quite a performance at the barn last night from a gopher opponent. But we begin with Minnesota's budget forecast, which has improved. Steve Simpson has more. Officials with the Office of Management and Budget are now projecting that the state has a surplus of $3.7 billion. That's an increase of $1.3 billion from the last forecast they put out in November. Higher than expected corporate profits and the overall improving economy are regarded as the main reasons for the increase. And they say the surplus is expected to continue now through the 2026-27 budget years. Republicans are blasting the numbers, though. House Minority Leader Lisa Damoth in a written statement saying the looming deficit, perhaps after 2027, is proof of the irresponsibility of the Democrats' spending spree last session. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Emotional testimony at the state capitol where lawmakers are hearing about a gun storage bill that's being introduced. Kristen Song shared the story of her son who was killed accidentally by a friend with the friend's father when it discharged. It was the first day of my life sentence and the first day of his death sentence. Minnesota gun owners... Caucus Executive Director Rob Doerr also testified about the bill. He acknowledged it has been improved since last year, but problems around liability remain. So just the mere act of storing an unloaded firearm inappropriately can land somebody with a 30-day, up to 30 days in jail with a misdemeanor charge. That hearing's still underway. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. St. Paul Fire officials are reporting the city's seventh fire fatality of 2024, tying a 30-year high for fatalities in an entire year. Four of them were children who died following a January house fire in the payne Phelan neighborhood. Now another victim has died after an apartment fire caused by smoking. Deputy St. Paul Fire Chief Roy Macoso says it's a tragic reminder to make sure you have working smoke detectors that are actually hooked up. You can have a smoke detector with a low um, battery and that, that chirping and you don't know which one and you're you're kind of annoyed and you take it down and then... You leave it down and you say you're going to get a 9-volt battery, um, and uh, it goes months before you end up putting it back up. Macoso says detectors more than 10 years old should be replaced. He says the St. Paul Fire Department offers them for free through their online Safe Haven program, where a firefighter will actually come to your home and install them for you. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. A tense moment as yesterday's St. Paul City Council meeting came to a close. And with that, we are also adjourned. President Jolly, I have, I have an item to put on. To we we just, thing. I'm sorry, we just adjourned, Ms. Yang. I'm happy to talk to you about it, though, after you, this. No, I think that's, that's, that's really unacceptable. Ms. Pro-Palestinian we, protesters we began booing Council President Mitra Jalali, who adjourned the meeting as Councilmember Nelsie Yang tried to introduce a resolution calling for a ceasefire in the war. The adjournment came after the council did approve just over $45 million for street and parks and recreation improvements with money from the city's new 1% sales tax. More than 1,000 educators from across Minnesota expected to rally at the Capitol Rotunda today calling for legislation this session that will improve pensions for teachers, 
licensed staff administrators, and superintendents. Organizers of the rally say they will let lawmakers know that the state has chronically underfunded pensions and that it's time for a change. For example, they say teachers hired after the arbitrary date of June 30, 1989, have now reached the year where if they had just started a bit sooner, they would have been able to retire with a full pension up to nine years earlier. Those teachers who didn't make the cutoff will have to work until age 65. They want to avoid losing a significant amount of their pension to overpenalization. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830-WCCO. Some good news for Twins fans. Minnesota Twins outfielder Byron Buxton says he's enjoying the normalcy of an injury-free spring so far down in Fort Myers. He told WCCO's We Need a Soccer today about some of the last year's struggles and the support he's received. They had my back for that. You know, it's, it's a lot of teams that don't a lot of players to even, you know, go out into the field and even attempt things like that. So for me, that was, you know, a big big key into my mental part of every day I go to the field, just be present, be there for the guys, no matter if I'm in pain or not. Buxton played in 83 games with the Twins last year. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Fans inside a sold-out Williams Arena last night didn't have to wait long to see the sport's biggest star put on a show as Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes took on the Gophers. Peacock on the call, Clark scoring Iowa's first 15 points. She finished the game with her 17th career triple-double as Iowa pounded Minnesota 108-60. to As for the records, those keep falling for Clark as well. She broke the NCAA women's single-season three-point record last night and Lynette Woodard's record for the most points scored in major women's college basketball history. And she'll be back in town next week for the start of the Big Ten basketball tournament here in Minneapolis. Looking ahead to summer on this last day of February. The Taste of Minnesota is back downtown Minneapolis this July over the 4th of July holiday. And organizers are announcing the musical lineup. Let freedom ring. Country star Martina McBride headlined Saturday night, July 6th. Other acts that day include the Wallfall Hours, Sophia Aris, and a surprise guest to be named later. Sunday, July 7th, features The Sounds of Blackness, Morris Day in the Time, and the music industry superstars and Minneapolis natives, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, the healing is just beginning after a massive outpouring of support at the public funeral for three Burnsville first responders killed in the line of duty. For some, it's the bagpipes. For others, the heartfelt, emotional, and sometimes humorous stories of a partner lost. As we pulled up to the store, we saw a vehicle unoccupied and idling in front of the main entrance. Excitedly, Paul yells, Look, it's the go-away vehicle. I kind of just looked at him in disbelief for a moment before saying, it's getaway car, Paul. Thousands pouring into an Eden Prairie church to remember Burnsville police officers Matthew Ruge and Paul Elmstrand and Burnsville firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth. All three were gunned down during a domestic violence call in Burnsville earlier this month, the suspect killing himself. The sense of brotherhood and respect palpable. Elmstrand, Ruge. 
Then Seth, we were there for seven children. Nothing could be more honorable. Rest easy, brothers. And after days mired in grief and disbelief, it was time for steely armor to be shed. For example, I noticed that I'm saying I love you a lot this last week and a half, and I'm hearing I love you a lot too. And we're greeting each other with hugs. And I've noticed the outpouring of support for police officers and first responders and our families in a way that I've never seen before. Police and fire go hand in hand. All who choose these courageous professions, a different breed than the rest of us, both memorialize their lost heroes with time-honored tradition, like the firefighter's prayer. To Paul, Matthew, and Adam, who have selflessly given their lives for the good of their fellow man, their tasks completed, their duties well done, we will again sound their last alarm. They have gone home. Old uniform personnel, updated. Finally, the traditional last call, which is typically aired over police radios any time a police officer is lost in the line of duty. All units stand by for final call. Empire to 45183. Empire to 45176. Empire to firefighter badge number 83. Empire calling 45183, 45176, and firefighter badge number 83. All units, Officer Matthew Rugi, badge 45183, Officer Paul Elmstrand, badge 45176, and firefighter Adam Finseth, badge number 83, have answered their final call. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.